the text that calls for our attention on this Lord this day and Rally Sunday is our reading from James chapter 3, where James speaks to us about the power of the tongue. Grace, mercy, and peace to you from God our Father and from our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Amen. Let me begin by asking you what might seem like a rather strange question. What kind of tongue do you have? Do you have a tearing tongue? Is your tongue one that seems to be able to at a second unleash upon others the anger that is hiding in your heart? Do people cower when they know that you are about to unleash that tongue? knowing that so often it seems to be unleashed in a hurtful way? Or do you have a tattling tongue? Is your tongue one that spreads every last piece of gossip that you hear? Is your tongue one that spreads rumors that you don't even know whether they are true? Is it a tongue that doesn't care for anyone else's reputation as long as a good story is told, and maybe a little drama created? Or do you have a truth-twisting tongue? Perhaps you feel it's your right to add in a few details here and there which may or may not be true. Perhaps you have told others lies thinking that you're only helping in the end. Do you tell your parents Or parents, do you tell your children little lies because you think in the moment it will be easier than explaining the truth? Perhaps you've gone as far as to convince yourself that your lies are necessary, that you're protecting people through them. And so therefore your lies are not only okay, they are good. Well, today in our epistle reading from James, we are reminded that while the tongue is a tiny member in the body, it has great power and influence over our entire lives. The Spirit reminds us that if we were able to control just our tongues, well, then we could steer the entire directions of our lives in just the way we wanted them to go. So can we do that? Well, it doesn't seem like most of us do a very good job at such taming of the tongue. In fact, the Spirit of God tells us that the tongue is impossible to train apart from God and his help. We would have better luck jumping into the lion's pit at the next circus and trying to tame those lions without any knowledge. And we all know this truth about tongues rather personally. After all, most of us would have to admit that we've been hurt in life much more often by something that has been said rather than by someone's fist. Although we may have sung as a child, sticks and stones can break my bones, but words can never harm me, we have to admit that that little limerick is in fact a big lie. Words do hurt. They do harm. They cut deeply. 
In the words of our text, they set things on fire. The prophet Isaiah of old, speaking of his work as a prophet, said that he was blessed to have a tongue that had been taught. He said that he knew how to speak a word that could comfort the weary. He knew how to use his tongue for good rather than for evil. And no doubt we too, as God's people, should have tongues that are taught by the Spirit to do good and not evil. Today as we gather in God's house, we surely can admit that we have things to confess in regards to the actions of our tongues. Indeed, we too have done things that we ought not to do. We have let our tongues lead us into sinful places, and we have often left people hurt along the way. What you and I need are taught tongues. Tongues that are taught by God himself. For if our tongues are not taught by God, then they'll go forward doing what they naturally do. They will hurt people. They will lead us into dangerous places. They will lead us away from God. So how is it that we end up with these tongues like Isaiah had? These taught tongues? Is there some sort of college that we're supposed to enroll our tongues in? Well, no. Simply, we are to let those tongues be taught by God himself. It is only through God's word that our tongues can end up stopping being agents of evil and start being agents of good. It is only through the word that we learn how to use our tongue in order to comfort those who are weary and tired. It is only then, through God's word, that our tongues become taught tongues. And that's why we celebrate today on this Rally Sunday the beginning of Sunday school. Because we know that that is one place in which we receive the instruction that teaches not only our minds and our hearts, but our tongues as well. Yes, there we can begin to learn what it is to be able to speak the right word that can bring comfort to God's people. It's also why we're encouraging each one of us to look at again the practice of daily devotions in our homes. Again, that our tongues might be taught. It's why we have Bible study here at church where we gather together as Christian brothers and sisters to read that word and to come out with taught tongues. That's why in our elders' meetings lately here at Peace, we've been studying a book called Law and Gospel. We've been reading that in the hopes that we will learn how to better use our tongues as leaders in the church. You see, that book helps us to understand that there are different words that need to be spoken to different people. Those who are proud of their sins need to hear a word of law, of God's judgment upon sin. But anyone who's repentant needs to hear nothing but the pure, sweet gospel of Jesus. We're taking the time to do this because we want to be able to ultimately bring that word that brings comfort to God's people. 
The last time we met, we admitted, though, that that task of knowing how to speak the right word to the right people is one that takes a lifetime of experience and is only taught by the Holy Spirit. Oh, we can learn the concept in our minds, but applying it to our life is much harder. Really isn't that true of anything that we need to do with our tongues for our Lord Jesus. We can learn, but it takes a while to really get our tongues in line, so to speak. To let them begin to do the work of Christ instead of the work of tearing down. Our tongues are always in need of constant education by the Holy Spirit. Constant forgiveness and constant new life poured into them. So how much time do you spend allowing your tongue to be taught by the word of God each day? Or more or less, do you simply let your tongue be taught by whatever happens to come into your way during the course of an average every day? For if it's the latter, you should not be surprised if your tongue turns in very quickly to a tearing tongue. Or when your tongue tattles on every last person and what they're doing in town. Or when your tongue begins to twist the truth in order to make everything just a little easier. For if you let your tongue simply be taught by those around you, that is what it will learn. For that is what the tongue naturally does. However, if you let your tongue be taught by the Holy Spirit, to be taught by the very words of God that we have recorded in the scriptures, then by God's grace, you too can end up like Isaiah with a taught tongue. And this is a very serious matter. For the tongue left to itself does real damage. But the tongue that is taught by God can do great good. Again, as Isaiah, as Isaiah said, indeed, a taut tongue can take someone who is weary and worn out and doesn't know where to turn and give them hope and peace and comfort. So, what kind of tongue do you have? If your tongue has done a good job of tearing apart those in front of you, well, today is the day to repent. If your tongue has done a good job of tattling on everyone and what's going on in their lives, today is the day to repent. And if your tongue has twisted the truth time and time again, today is the day to repent. The prophet Isaiah, when he was called into ministry as a prophet, confessed to the Lord God, Woe is me. For I am lost, and I am a man of unclean lips, and I live amongst a people of unclean lips. Today we must confess the same of our tongues. We are a people of unclean tongues, and we live among others who have unclean tongues as well. We have washed as fires have been set by others' tongues, and we must admit that we have sparked a few fires ourselves with our own. Isaiah the prophet, after confessing the fact that he had unclean lips, received the very forgiveness of God. An angel flew over and took a hot coal off the altar and touched it to his lips, and God proclaimed to him that that had touched his lips. 
and that his guilt was taken away and his sin was atoned for. Today also the same has happened to us. If we will confess our unclean tongues, then we should know for certain that God's messenger that has been sent to us, when he tells us, I forgive you of all of your sins, truly means it, and it truly has happened. This very day, God has taken your tearing tongue, your tattling tongue, your truth-twisting tongue, and has given you a brand new tongue. He's given you a tongue that he gives you in order that you might use it for great good. Yes, you see, Christ's death on the cross was not just about saving your soul, but it was about saving you as a whole person, body and soul together, and yes, even your tongue. God has given you a tongue now that is taught. He has taken that tongue that was evil and turned it good. Glory be to God the Father, through Jesus his Son, Amen.